Hey, St. John, welcome to the Post-Sermon Podcast. I am Deacon Acelia, and with me today is Vicar James. Hey, y'all. Today, we will be discussing the sermon from this past Sunday, Lent. We on Lent 5 now? Is that right? Yeah, Lent 5. Lent 5. So I have to ask you, Vicar, are you feeling ready for Holy Week and Easter? Oh, how do you define ready? That's a good question. I'm not sure. Are you ready to preach and experience all the services. Yeah, yeah, I, I am I am ready to uh, experience it. We'll see uh we'll see when we get there uh how, with the preaching. Yeah, with the preaching <laughs> part, you know. You know, it's it, it's it's uh, it's easy to think about it, you know, in advance, but once you're in it, it's uh, you know, sometimes it can be a little overwhelming. But yeah, I'm I'm ready to to get there and see how it uh so it works out. Excellent. We're all really excited. Okay, so let's talk about your sermon from yesterday. Tell me a little bit about what you preached on the text. Yeah, so uh, this comes from Luke chapter 20. Jesus has just entered into the city of Jerusalem, and uh, while he's there, he runs into some challenges. He's challenged by the authority, and so uh, the, the authorities of the temple, the Jewish elders and the chief priests, he's speaking to the people, and, and he um, starts to tell this parable, the parable of the wicked tenants. You have these different characters. The owner, of course, is God, right? And that comes from Isaiah chapter 5, verses 1 through 7, all right? It's a direct relationship there where uh, Jesus, or I mean, uh, God uh, calls Israel the vineyard, all right? So he's speaking about Israel. Um, and then the tenants are the religious leaders in the in the text, and then the servants are the prophets of God. And then, of course, uh, Jesus is the beloved son. And then he quotes uh, Psalm 118. This is the stone that the uh, builders have rejected, has become the cornerstone. Jesus is warning against the, the the danger of rejecting the Messiah, right? He's right there in front of them, and he's giving him God's law, right, and telling him, you know, these are uh, these are the things that are going to happen to you if you reject the Messiah. So he uses this parable here to, to do that. In the context of uh, what's going on, this text sits right in the middle of uh, Jesus's dealings with the religious leaders of the day. And something that you did that I thought was interesting in your sermon, I believe this was a new sermon structure for you, you spoke from the perspective of the the scribe, the Jew, and the Roman. Uh-huh. Can you go into detail about that? When I when I started to uh, look at the text, I decided that uh, it was um, well, it was kind of a hard text, first of all, because there's not a lot that's really applicable, right? That's obviously applicable in today's day. Speaking to Jewish leaders at the time, they don't really have the same kind of legal, you know issues with God's will that we had. But I wanted to preach on the law, uh, specifically our reaction to the law was just kind of how I felt the passage was going. And so immediately I noticed, you know, the uh, three characters in the in the story. You had uh, Jesus telling the story. He's there. You've got uh, the chief priests and the elders and the scribes. They're there. They they react to it. And then also, um, uh, interestingly enough, I actually misread the text the first time I read through it again, and that was um, at the very end of the parable, uh, you know, Jesus says that the, they're going to come, uh, that the vineyard owner is going to come and take away the, the vineyard and destroy the tenants, right? And then the, uh, and then it says they react, they, they cried out, surely not, right? And I just assumed when I first read it that that was actually the scribes, right? calling out, but it's actually not. It's the it's the people. When you go back to the very beginning of the text, it says Jesus was speaking to the people. And so you actually get a third character in here, the people, right? Because they're the ones listening to Jesus speaking. And so they're reacting in despair over his uh, his uh, pronouncement. The scribes act in anger. And then Jesus is, is watching all this happen. And so then I added in the Roman, just for context, to put in, uh, uh, you know, the idea of hope. So that's where we got the, the three different perspectives in there. What was the problem that the sermon sought to identify? 
the issue here is um, not so much the specific law that Jesus was telling to the scribes or the people, it's the reaction, right? Um, the law always shows us our sin, right? It accuses us uh, of, of our sin and it always finds us wanting. And because of this, we react to that in different ways, right? Um, and that's what I was trying to bring out here. We see the scribe acting in anger because he's challenged by uh, his sin, right? He doesn't think he's a sinner, right? In fact, so he he he, he becomes angry with Jesus and his words, and he runs off. Whereas the uh, uh, devout man, he understood that he was a sinner, but when Jesus says he's taken away the kingdom, right, at least that's what's implied there, he becomes despairing. He feels hopelessness, right? He doesn't think that there's any forgiveness left for him because Jesus is taking this away. And then when the Roman hears it, he suddenly figures out for the first time that he is a sinner, right? But in the parable, he hears hope because Jesus says, I'm going to give this vineyard to others, right? And so we see um, we see these different reactions to sin. And so the problem in the sermon was, is that how do we react to sin? How do we react to God's law, all right? And God doesn't come here out of malice to just tell us that we're sinners, right, and I'm going to crush you, uh, uh, what what he does is he comes and he tells us our, our sin so that we can turn to him in repentance. You mentioned the different reactions that the you can react to the law in anger, despair, or like the Roman, repentance, right, mm-hmm. to have, have hope. In thinking about in the in that parable, is there gospel? There is gospel in there, but it's a, it's really subtle actually because it, it's very law heavy. But when you when you listen to the to, to the parable, what what is God doing? He's continually coming to his people. God's salvation is standing there in the flesh, telling them the parable. I have a question from a hearer about this parable. To clarify, you mentioned who the different people were in the parable. Let's talk specifically about the tenants. Who are the tenants? So the tenants in this particular parable are the religious leaders of the day. I think it's tempting to extrapolate out and say that we could be the par- uh, the tenants uh, in, in modern day. But Jesus is speaking directly to these people. And in addition to that, at the very end of the text we read, um, the scribes and the elders confirm that, that it is them that Jesus is talking about because he says they perceive that he spoke this uh, parable against them, right? Not even just about them, but against them personally, right? It's This is specifically uh, a parable that he was speaking to them. Yeah, so while it's tempting to look at it, and, and I think that there's probably, you know, some... Um, you know, uh, some crossover there, but this parable, he's speaking directly to them. Okay, so it's not necessarily talking about all of mankind or us here. Then I guess a follow-up question would be, how then does this parable apply to us? When we look at the, the parable in general, it's God speaking the law. And so how does the parable apply? Um, it's how we react to that law. How do we hear that law? And so like we talked about already, you know, we react in different ways. We react in anger, despair, or hope. We're really not that far from the chief priests and the scribes, right? No, not really. Just different, just a different law that's being preached. Well, thank you. This wraps up the episode for today. Thank you for listening to today's discussion. In case you missed today's sermon or want to listen to it again, the link to the sermon is in the show notes. You can also find the sermon on our church website, stjohndublin.org. If you, the listener, would like to submit a question about a sermon, 
please email us at podcast at stjohndublin.org. Or if you'd prefer to text a question, please text the phone number found in the show notes. Thank you, Vicar, for joining me and for feeding us a word this week. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye.